Hollywood's hottest producer seeks former teen sensation to find kidnapped son. Dylan Ives Oswin grimaced as he imagined the gossip rag headline. The media would have a field day if they learned why he was parking his Porsche at the Little Angel's Child Care Center instead of wheeling and dealing in his L.A. office. That he'd actually traveled out to the rural boonies reflected the extent of his determination, or demented obsession, to track every clue that might lead to Donald. He did not like being made a fool, so his sources damned well better be correct. His time was too valuable to waste on hunting a spoiled, temperamental child star with a ridiculous name. If Cyrene wasn't inside this cement block building, heads would roll. He'd left civilization behind over an hour ago. He was far into the coastal mountains now, surrounded by trees and shrubs, tough enough to survive the arid conditions. A few miles farther east, on the far side of the mountain range, it would be real desert. But the town of El Padre was only halfway there. Why the devil would a former star rolling in dough live here? Shivering in the chilly March wind, as he climbed from the car, he concentrated on the tasks left undone back in his office, rather than his current insanity. He had to finalize the Nathan contract that would keep his lease paid for the next year. He had a hot date tonight who might object to a threesome with his accountant if he had to stay late going over the numbers. Right this minute, walking up to the door in the mountain-clear sunshine, with hope pounding at the locked doors of his heart, none of that mattered. Finding Donal was more important than an office or a date. The desperation gnawing at his gut would not allow him to ignore any clue, even the most freakish, even after all this time. Clearly visible from these hills, the brown smog of L.A. covered the coastline as far as the eye could see. Up here above the palm trees, dirty snow from a freak spring storm still muddied the parking lot. The drive had taken him from the luxury of his high-rise Santa Monica office to rural oblivion. If he was on a wild goose chase, it was his own damned fault. His cell phone rang as he reached for the doorknob. Feeling antsy about his bizarre quest, he was almost relieved to flick the familiar headset back to reality. Oz, he answered curtly. No is not an acceptable answer, he told his assistant after listening to his question. If they want to play hardball, we can too. Call the network and tell them I'll pull all my clients if that's the way they want it. Send my calls to Carter until I get back, will you? I'm busy. He took off the headset tucked it into his pocket, and shoved open the daycare door. His quarry was either here or she wasn't. If she was here, he'd figure out what to do about her then. Oz strode in, expecting to enter a sterile foyer, similar to the one where he'd occasionally taken his son on the nanny's day off. Instead of encountering a private reception desk and a locked wall preventing access to the children, he nearly stumbled over a munchkin dashing across his Italian loafers. Before he could retreat, a cacophonous chaos of swirling children struck him, children the age Donald would be if he was still alive somewhere. The exuberance of childish energy shot a spear of agony straight to Oz's tormented soul. 
He was 6'4", weighed in at 190, mostly muscle, and he'd faced hostile boardrooms and raging paparazzi with cool aplomb. Two dozen tiny toddlers stripped him bare, revealing the gaping abyss left by his son's absence. Oz clutched the doorknob until the worst of the pain subsided, and his mind kicked in. Had the email from the mysterious librarian led him here for a reason? Could Donald be here? He'd endure any amount of agony to find out. Letting the door close, Oz suppressed all hope, but narrowed his eyes and scanned the children. Would he even recognize his son after a year? Kids changed so fast.